0: Hi Filmmakers, Jason Brubaker with Filmmaking Stuff, where we show you how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. I'm so excited to be talking to you from uh, Southern California. The new year is upon us. That means that it's time for you to really make this your year. And today I want to share um, your New Year's Filmmaker Game Plan, if that makes sense. Three steps uh, for your filmmaking success. And when we get into this, um, I want you to know that I'm speaking a lot from experience. For those of you just getting to know me, um, it's a new year and I I see from the statistics that we have a lot of new uh, filmmaker subscribers, um, if you do some Google searches for me, you'll find out that I've made some independent films, and importantly, over the last five years, I worked professionally as a movie distributor for a couple different Hollywood-based firms. Um, so, I sort of my whole strategy in all of this is is I have the saying that given the resources that you have right now. What is the movie that you can make this year? And that question, when you answer it, is designed to eliminate all the different things in your head that usually get in the way of you actually going out and getting a movie made. Because I can tell you from a business perspective, it is far better to have a product to sell than to have nothing to show uh, for your career. So let's get into it. As I mentioned earlier, another year is upon us. And that means as a filmmaker, a few things happened last year. Either you, one, got closer to your filmmaking goals, two, you completely changed your filmmaking goals, or three, you did absolutely nothing. And if you chose uh, number three and you did absolutely nothing, this isn't to make you feel bad. In fact, you're not alone. Um, I'm absolutely speaking from experience. I've mentioned in, in former podcasts that before I moved to New York City, I'm now in Los Angeles, but the first big step I took was leaving my small town and moving to New York city. I literally waited at least three years longer than I should have to make that decision. In fact, I should have taken action much, much sooner, but I was too scared. I grew up in such a small town that New York city just seemed big and overwhelming. And when I finally did make the move, you know, I rode it into town and I was so like, t- it, it was just, like, just so like, so it was soul tearing, you know, it was like, so, so terrifying. Um, that I actually vomited for two days straight at the time I thought it might have been a stomach virus. Uh, the, the truth was I puked because I was afraid. Um, I was totally scared that I would step into New York City and I would fall on my face, and I would fail miserably and This is absolutely a true story. Um, but the interesting thing that happened was once I got over my vomiting, uh, you know I had to take action I, had, I only had a couple you know one hundred dollars. In my bank account, that was, um, you know, New York's pretty expensive, so that money was going pretty quick. So I needed a job, and the way I got a job is I made a ton of cold calls. I I literally had one of those uh, filmmaker directories, and I would cold call. People every day to find out if they were hiring, and you know I get into that kind of stuff a lot in, in some of my resources. Um, and in fact, if you if you're sitting in front of a computer, open up a new window and go to makeyourmovienow.com, dot com. com. I have a bunch of professional resources there uh, specifically designed to help you overcome some of these hurdles, and I can talk about that a lot later. But all of the experience that I have that I put into those resources, you know, came from my own satisfaction in overcoming personal fears. And for me, things eventually worked out and they worked out well. And I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying that I've had, you know, that I haven't had sleepless nights where I lay in bed, you know, picturing the worst possible scenarios in my own career. Um, I certainly have had my fair share of those, but as you grow and get more mature and put yourself out there, you know, you grow as a person and, and things that used to bother you or used to make you scared, they don't make you scared anymore. But the thing is you got to take that first step. and And no matter how much I can tell you to do it, I can't do it for you. And so all I can do is I can say that if you, Take action. And I mean, you really take action with the thought that, you know what? I know I'm scared, but I'm going to move forward anyway. You know, I I can only promise that things are going to work out for you. I'm not, again, saying that it's going to be easy. I'm not saying that you're going to get your butt kicked. Um, You probably will. I've certainly had my butt kicked three or four times where I've lost jobs or lost opportunities. Um, But the truth is you got to push forward. And so here's the deal. You going into this year, you either know when you're going to make your next movie or you're still saying someday, someday you're going to make your movie. And either of those two responses are okay because depending on where you're at in life, if you've already made a movie, obviously making your next movie is a goal. And if you haven't made a movie yet, maybe you're still terrified about making that initial movie. Um, but assuming that you're listening to this and you've been listening to this for quite some time, you're probably a lot like me. You want to make things happen. You don't want to be one of these people that goes through life without, you know, striving for something bigger and better and more awesome than what you already have. So assuming you need it, consider this recording, me talking to you personally, wherever you're at, look around, this is your proverbial kick in the ass to get things moving. And I'm serious about this. Let's talk about why filmmakers fail to make movies. And I want to be very honest and frank with you. Sometimes it is absolutely easier to kid ourselves, to go on pretending that we're making progress towards our filmmaking goals, even though the stuff that we spend our time doing isn't really doing anything to get us closer to our goals. And so one prime example of this, and this is one that's like just everybody I know goes through this. The prime example is buying filmmaking equipment. There are a lot of would-be filmmakers out there who would frankly rather fill their entire closet with additional gear than actually taking the risk of writing a screenplay or acquiring a screenplay or picking up the phone and cold-calling prospective investors or or devising a marketing plan so that they can go out and make things happen. It's a lot easier not to create something. Than it is to create something. It's easier not to go after your filmmaking goals because if you actually put yourself out there and you make something and you find out that you absolutely suck, well, what are you going to do then? You know, you would have to, first of all, you'd have to admit that you would suck and then your career in filmmaking will probably totally be over because, you know, you suck and you're never going to make a living making movies. I don't know if that rings true for you, but I guarantee you, um, I, I tell you this as your friend, um, even though we don't really know each other, I I say, this is a very friendly person that those fears that I just shared with you were my fears. And it took me getting together with a whole bunch of team of people to say, you know what? We're going to make this movie right now. We're going to make the best movie that we can, given the resources that we have right now. And odds are pretty good that five years later, our standards are going to completely change. So anything we do today, by definition, is going to suck. Because a few years down the road, you're going to look back on your work and you're going to say, dang, I could have done so much better. And that's just the reality of it. That's the reality of being a creative uh, professional, of being an artist. So you can't let the idea that your work is going to suck get in the way of you actually doing the work. You have to do the work. You have to put it out there because, you know, I I heard this great saying early on in my career, and it helped me overcome a lot of fear. Somebody said um, something to the effect, somebody out there likes Brussels sprouts, And it's kind of goofy, but because I happen to be one of those people who like Brussels sprouts, I got the analogy, which means you got millions of people out there. Any work you produce, there's going to be – I guarantee you there's going to be a whole bunch of haters – Um, I'm going to have haters just for this podcast. I usually get a bunch of hate mail from people, um, telling me I'm crazy or whatever. And, And if that's you, please don't even bother emailing me. I get it. Okay. Um, you don't like my podcast. Okay. But I'm still putting it out there. And so here's the thing. The analogy is, you know, there's millions of people in the world. Some people are going to hate your work, no matter what. They're going to think you suck. Ooh, big deal. And then there's going to be people that absolutely love everything that you do, and those are going to be your most rabid fans, and you've got to treat them like gold. And then there's going to be a lot of people in between that, you know, if they see your work, they're going to think it's pretty okay, and they're going to watch it. They're going to sit through your movies, and they're not really going to go out of their way to tell you that you're great, and they're not going to go out of their way, thankfully, to tell you that you suck. You you are your own worst critic, and this whole idea of if you make a movie and you find out that um, it sucks, the whole idea that you can't move on from that or improve is just ludicrous. One movie does not define your entire career, and I bet you – I mean there's tons of movies out there right now. I've certainly worked with a lot of those filmmakers on the distribution side where they've made a movie that wasn't that great, but their second movie was much better, and the third movie was even better than that. So you have to have a long-term perspective. And so this is your new New Year mandate. I want you to give yourself permission to make sucky movies. (laughs) Give yourself permission to experiment. Because when you do that, you're at least taking action. You're creating product. And even if your product can use some improvement down the road... Get it out there. Get it made. So here's some filmmaking questions um, that you can answer for those of you that are driving and listening to this. Just kind of contemplate it for those of you that are actually at home in front of your computer or your, your mobile device or however you're listening to this right now. Get out a piece of paper and really answer these questions. So and, – and there's five of these questions, and, and I'll give you, give you a little bit of time to answer them. So number one, what did you achieve last year? Did you make any movies or work on any projects? Did you write anything? Did you do anything that you're really proud of? Number one, what did you achieve last year? Take a minute to write down your thoughts. Number two, what sorts of filmmaking stuff did you want to achieve, but you did not achieve it and what obstacles got in your way? So again, what sorts of filmmaking stuff did you want to achieve, but you just didn't do it and why? Number three, what do you want to accomplish this year? We're in a new year. What do you want to accomplish this year? Number four, what sorts of obstacles must you overcome to reach your filmmaking goals? And how are you going to do this? What are you going to overcome to reach your filmmaking goals? And number five, what is one thing that you can do today to put you one step closer to your filmmaking goals? What is one thing that you can do right after you're done listening to this podcast that you can take action on, that you've been procrastinating on to get you one step closer to your filmmaking goals? Now, I'm assuming that as a filmmaker, your primary goals, or at least one of them, is to actually make movies. But as you know... Making a movie requires many, many, many steps. So the other thing that happens is people feel really overwhelmed when it comes to working on their next project. So my mandate to you is plan your next movie as well as some of the other big things that you hope to accomplish in the new year. But then break those big things down into smaller and smaller, more manageable chunks so that you can actually put those small goals and add them to your list of daily tasks, your task list. In fact, you know, to give you an idea of like right now, one of my tasks for today is to record this podcast. Um, I'm recording it. I, I don't even want to tell you, but I, I've wasted about seven hours of my day thinking, oh, I need to record that podcast, and I procrastinated. So I'm guilty of this too. But I'll tell you what I do is I sit down with this task list in front of me, and I cross each thing off as I do it. And by the end of the day, I usually have most of the things crossed off. If I don't, I take that one little task and I move it on to the next day. And you have to learn how to operate that way in your own life. Because I guarantee even if you're sluggish like I am and you procrastinate a lot like I do – By having these tasks in front of you, these big goals broken down into smaller, more manageable daily tasks, by the end of next year, which is like 300 and some days away at the time of this recording, you're going to get so much further ahead than the other guy that does none of this stuff. And I guarantee by next year, they're going to be saying the same thing. Well, I should have did that. I'm going to do it next year. It's my New Year's resolution. Hogwash. Write that stuff down. Small, Big goals into smaller chunks. Um, And in case you're looking for your own New Year filmmaking ideas, um, I want to share some tips with you, some things that you can carry out. Um, Assuming, again, you're in front of a computer and and you're looking – open up a new window here. And go ahead over to Amazon.com. There's some books that you should read. Now, these are not related to filmmaking, but I'll tell you why you should read them. Here's the titles of the book. Are you ready? All right. The first one is read a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Read another book called Think and Grow Rich, and then read another book called Never Eat Alone. Now, the reason why I point out these books, and they're not filmmaking-related, is one of the key elements to filmmaking, and and you hear me talk about distribution um, and film finance quite a bit. That's because I think those are the two toughest components, and they're both related. And in order to view your filmmaking and get things made, you have to understand – General business because a lot of your prospective investors are going to come from the business world and they're not going to understand you talking about like f stops or you know three point lighting. What they're going to understand is you talking about things in a concept in the context and worldview that they're very familiar with, which is general business. So, rich dad, poor dad, think and grow rich, and never eat alone helps you navigate the general business world. Um, and frankly. Each one of those books like significantly changed my life for the better. Um, I'll leave it at that. You uh, you should be reading a lot of things, not just filmmaking things, but you should be reading things from other industries anyway because you never know when your next big idea is going to come from. Okay, so enough about that. Uh, the three books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Think and Grow Rich, and Never Eat Alone. I think you got that. Number two is you got to do some short projects on the weekends and upload them to YouTube. I literally get emails every – I want to say every day, but that's a gross exaggeration. I do get emails just about every week or every two weeks from people telling me all the reasons why they can't make a movie. And I'm like, well, do you have a phone uh, – I mean, do you have a camera on your phone? And the response is usually Yes. I'm like, well, take that camera, go make a one minute movie and get it up on YouTube and try to do something so cool and creative and, and write a really descriptive, like a really good keyword intense descriptive on YouTube um, about what you're doing. Get that movie up there, tweet it out to some people, share it um, on the Facebook wall, on Facebook uh, for filmmaking stuff. Um, get it out there and then get the feedback, and then go out and make another one. And if you can do a bunch of those every year, you're going to be so much further along than the people, once again, that are doing nothing. Because it, it creates momentum, you're getting stuff made, and you might actually stumble upon a one- to two-minute short movie that's just phenomenal that you want to send out to film festivals. And what if you got into a few film festivals? And what if you got invited as a guest to attend those film festivals and you got to go? And I'm going to say the same thing to those of you who are feature filmmakers. You're sick of making shorts, you're ready to make feature. Okay. Here's that question. Again, given the resources that you have right now, what is the movie that you can make this year? (coughs) Excuse me. I I got talking so much. I thought about editing out that cough, but I think I'm going to keep it in. It's just, I got to get real with you. Um, I get so passionate about this stuff because I love it. I'll tell you what's a little bit kind of sick about me. I love receiving emails from people where they're like, Jason, uh, you know, last year I didn't think I could make a feature, but check it out. I made this movie. I took your advice. Given the resources I have right now, I made the feature I could make. That's awesome. Because you're creating, from the perspective of business, you are creating a product, That has a a great chance for profit because you're not dumping a whole bunch of resources into it. You don't have to recoup a whole big investment to get your money back. If you make an inexpensive movie, you don't have to sell a gazillion units to recoup an investment. Um, So given the resources that you have right now, what is the movie that you can make this year? And for you short filmmakers, that probably means taking your camera phone and making a couple short movies, uploading them to YouTube. Number three, which goes absolutely without saying, always be networking. That means you want to build a network of other creative people and business-minded people who absolutely complement your skills. So if you're a screenwriter, for example, you want to surround yourself with a director and a producer. And if you're a director, producer, and screenwriter, then it's time for you to go out into the business world and meet some wealthy people that have built empires in other industries. I speak a lot in my film finance guide about um, the local car dealer that happened to have $65 million that he was sitting on. Um, And I, I, I distinctly Remember him laughing and saying, "What am I going to buy with that? An airplane?" There are people out there that live with a worldview that is far beyond what you can even imagine, and and the way that they view money and business is completely different. And I'll tell you what; these people are used to getting phone calls um, from people asking them to, to go to lunch to talk about different business ideas all the time. You can be that person. Uh, last thing: if you are absolutely looking for extra credit. Open up a web browser. Go to MakeYourMovieNow.com. That's MakeYourMovieNow.com. And check out some of the filmmaking resources that I've put together for you. Um, I think you're going to like some of the ones that I've updated as well. All right. Well, I can't can't say this enough. I wish you all the best for a very successful new year. And if you have any questions, you can always email me, Jason at FilmmakingStuff.com. And once again, check out those resources, makeyourmovienow.com. This has been another fantabulous filmmaking stuff, filmmaking podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, please tell your friends. Oh, and one last thing. Uh, I've noticed that there's absolutely no reviews on iTunes about this podcast. So if you have some ideas uh, or some thoughts, go ahead and write some reviews. I'd, I'd love to read them. Um, Unless you're one of those hater people, um, then you probably don't need to listen to me or write mean things anyway. Anyway, it's good talking to you. Uh, Take action. Make your movie now.